Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Optional SideQuest. <laughs> Let me do that again. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Optional SideQuest. This is Giorgio with Alex. Alex, how's it going? Fine. It's uh, it's cold up here. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty cold here. It's not as bad as it was, but, yeah, in case people don't know, so me and Alex, we record in completely separate sides of the country. We're basically on the phone when we record. So, Alex, you're... Europe in Leeds, I'm in the Midlands, so we've got a little bit of, uh, I mean, it's not too diverse, not that we're in different time zones or anything, but <laughs> the weather can be a little bit colder where you are. Yeah. Now, so, different time zones would be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this week we're doing um, a special episode. This is a Game of Thrones focused episode with the final season due in two weeks. I think it's two weeks today, the season premiere of season eight uh, will be out, so we can, so now as a as good as time as any to start theorizing, uh, going over what we hope to get from the series, what we think might happen in the series. Um, so yeah, it should be quite a fun episode. Yep, let's uh, let's do this. So let's. I mean, so let's take it back. So I mean, what obviously spoilers for everything that's come from Game of Thrones up until now, from seasons one to seven. Um, so I mean, how how are you feeling about the show at the moment? Are you are you pumped? Are you hype? Where yeah. are your uh, hype levels at? Um, I'm pretty hyped. I mean, this is Game of Thrones is probably one of the few TV shows that I miss when I finish watching it. Like, yeah. there are other shows that um, I really enjoy, but when the season's finished, I'm like, oh yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah. But I don't sort of like keep checking my calendar to find out when the next season's coming out. Whereas Game of Thrones is probably the only one I can think of that does that. Yeah, I, I think, and I think Game of Thrones for me is the only series right now that um, I actually enjoy and almost prefer the sort of the weekly episodes. Like you know, in the in the now when we have Netflix and we have all the se- the whole season comes out in one go and you just binge it, I feel like Game of Thrones is better watched like weekly and you can analyze the episodes. You can really like you can just go down a rabbit hole of the the whole fandom around it. Um, I just love the hype. I just love that weekly hype. Yeah, I mean, it is one of those shows that you like, as you said with like, with like Netflix and Amazon Prime and stuff. You kind of like you can binge watch shows now. So you can pretty much like, if you're really good, you can watch an entire season in like a oh, couple of days. Yeah. But yeah. Um, with Game of Thrones, it's like every week. It's what it's probably one of the few shows that you would sort of like. You'd finish an episode and waiting for the next one you go to work or you'd be talking to friends it's like oh i think this is going to happen i really enjoyed this i didn't like that and i mean there are there are other shows that kind of did it as well because yeah, the I walking think... dead used to be quite like that it used to be one of those water cooler shows where every week you you know have a chat about what was going on but as that sort of declined in quality the game of thrones has really been like the premiere consistent yeah and it's just got bigger and bigger like every year as well like the the amount of people obviously because season seven ended like nearly two years ago now it was like 2017 when season seven ended so like we went the whole of 2018 without game of thrones so a lot more people especially in my circle have like watched it for the first time and they've watched the whole thing sort of over the past two years so they're like ready for the last season now so like even more people are on board yeah i mean um I, I was, I think, I think what happened to me last year, I was like, wait, I thought Game of Thrones was supposed to start. And then it was like, 
And that was probably oh, no. the, clo- the closest I got to sort of like checking my calendar every day. I was like, <laughs> and then somebody's like, oh, it comes out like um, next year. And I was like, oh. Well, I, don't know, it's, it's, I don't know how many shows can really like just have a whole year off between seasons. And it's just like, it's not for any reason other than the budget and the scope of the season is just so large that they needed an extra year to film it. It's like, yeah, it's never, I mean, I've never known anything like that before. I mean, people probably say like Sherlock and stuff, but that's pro- the reason that they have massive gap streets. You get hold of Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman at the same time. Yeah, and with that, you know, they, each season only consists of like three episodes. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, and so, the, I, 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 I don't even know. I, I mean, one could argue that that doesn't even count because yeah, like you said, three three episodes at like an hour and a half anyway. Yeah. I feel like with British TV, like the like these those series like that, it's more like obviously you've got the Christmas specials, you've got you know these really weirdly timed episodes. It's just it's just a whole different culture than sort of the American releases, at least you know with the with the big, big networks like HBO and things like that. Um, so, I mean, coming off from season seven, I mean, I feel like see. Obviously, the last two seasons, the show has deviated from the books. I mean, I say deviated. The book they're, they're adapting from books that haven't been written yet. So, even yeah, like the didn't, jo- didn't, didn't uh, George R. R. Martin sort of like give uh, the show create the showrunners like um, his drafts or yeah, whatever. I think I think he gave them like um, like a roadmap and like you know some ideas for what's gonna what, what where certain characters end up and things like that. Um, but then he's also said the end into the the last book that he's sort of writing. I mean, he hasn't even written the penultimate book yet, but the the last book is going to end differently to how the show is going to end, which is quite interesting. Obviously, you know, we have no idea how the show is going to end, but so they seem to be on their own sort of path with sort of guidelines to adhere to. But from my point of view, I've sort of noticed the the, the change from no longer following the books in that, in the last couple of series, the the show has been a lot more. Tighter. I don't want to say like fan servicey, but like we've had a lot more positive moments, a lot more things to sort of enjoy. Which you know, I massively enjoyed them, but you know, there's been less character deaths. There's been less, you know, just crazy, you know, Jon Snow fucking dying, Ned Stark beheading. You know, there's been less of that in the last couple of seasons. Would you fair that's say that's fair? Yeah, I, I'd, um, I'd say that. I mean, I would argue that it's probably more because, hey, let's save all these guys so we can kill them all off in like one go. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I definitely suspect there will be at least one per death. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll definitely get into that because obviously this is going to ho- focus on our predictions, but also our hopes as well for last season. But I did want to touch on the controversy of the last season where maybe even the season before as well with the whole sort of characters traveling the world at a faster pace than they should you know unexplained fast travel sort of thing <laughs> like I think the biggest example was uh in the beyond the wall episode where uh you know john snow and the avengers basically they eventually be on the wall to try and capture a white alive and then they send a raven to daenerys and daenerys sort of appears and saves the day, and it all sort of seems to happen quite quick. Um, well, she, she's got dragons, don't they? I know. I mean, from my point of view, I don't really care. Like, I'm just there for the moments. Like, yeah, I thought it was all. I don't really care. I didn't really read that much into it, but 
that seems to have been a big complaint. I mean, what, what do you make of that with the, you know, travel that should feasibly in the game in the in you know in the world of Game of Thrones should take you know months is sort of being traversed in a few hours. Is that um, a big point for you, or do you not really care too much? Well, I don't care in the grand scheme of things. I mean, I, 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 I it's, for me, it's stuff like that. Um, I only notice when people, when people point it out. When yeah. people either point it out or they point it out indirectly in the thing I'm watching. Like yeah. if, I mean, if they say that, oh, uh, this is supposed to take an X amount of time. And then they seem to uh, say something's supposed to take a week, and they seem and they somehow managed to sit, uh, do it in two days. And they said, "Oh yeah, we set off Monday." And then it's like you see him again, like back that, and it's like, "Oh yeah, it's Wednesday." And it's like, "Yeah, but you said it should take a week." And it, that's when I it would kind of like I'd notice it, and it would kind of irk me. But yeah, for me, I don't think did they actually like say. Um, yeah, the writers sort of said, like, for convenience of the plot, they just sort of wrote it that way, just to sort of move things along. Because, um, I mean... But, which is um, fine. You know, I'm fine with that. But, like, I, I feel like with the show grounded in, you know, such sort of, I say realism, like, fan- fantastical realism, if if you want to coin that term. Um, but, like, I feel like it's easy things that could have been addressed. Like, instead of Gendry running all the way back to send a raven out, they could have had ravens on them. You know, they could have easily sort of explained little things that just would have, I don't know, I think would have just satisfied people. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's I a mean, very, very minor gripe on my part. Like, I, I, you know, I'm just sort of talking about other people's problems. Yeah, I mean, stuff like that, in the grand scheme of things, it's not, it doesn't affect, like, the plot. I mean, no, in, any, no. in any way. I mean, unless, the only time stuff like that affects plots is when it's time-sensitive. Or like when it's actually brought up in the story that something yeah. is a time sensitive issue. Um yeah. in the grand scheme of things, stuff like that, I'm not all that fussed about. No, I mean I'm not either. And what I find interesting is because I mean, because the show has got you know, for for a show that gets so many viewers, if, you know, for budget reasons or whatever, we don't get a lot of episodes a season. I mean, the last season's gonna be six episodes. So they're gonna have to they can't really spend a lot of time with characters travelling. <laughs> so it's gonna, it's gonna be really need to be quite I mean, succinct put, put it, in in its pacing. Put it this way: I have read the first Lord of the Rings book and the first half of Two Towers, and I can tell you, finding out about traveling can be boring as hell. Like yeah, literally, yeah. if you if, if you <laughs> if you point. read the first Lord of the Rings book, there is literally I guarantee I. Again, I haven't read it in years, but three I swear to God, three quarters of that book is just talking about walking. <laughs> like no 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 joke, no joke. Like um they I think halfway through the book is when Frodo manages to get to Rivendell. <laughs> <laughs> there is an entire chapter dedicated to them stopping and hanging out with Tom Bombadil for like a <laughs> chapter. And I'm like just get to Rivendell, please. I just this is just, this is like after I had um, watched the film, so I'm like, oh, okay, so they can some they can pretty much well, obviously you know how they manage to do everything sort of like at a good pace, but yeah. by God, those books, I, I never finished the books because they drag so long. I mean, I can still, I can still one of my favorite lines from the book that I can remember, which is 
I don't know, has burnt into my brain because I used it so much, is, oh, we haven't got any food. It's like, well, we must tighten our belts and carry on. And it's like, okay, I don't need to know about, like, how you hunt. I don't know. Like, if the show spent so much time, you know, dedicating to people's traveling and making sure they've got enough water and food for the journey, it's just going to, yeah, exactly. It's just going to bring the pace right down. But I think for the show in the in the last season to to sort of satisfy maybe rectify the problems people had with it, you know, just just maybe I don't know, maybe even some some sort of thing that say a few days later or I don't know, just hint at a time frame has passed. I think that's going to be the the way to probably satisfy everyone, not slow the yeah. show down, but keep the yeah, realism like ten, there. Like a ten second, like oh yeah, we've been traveling for ten days or something. Yeah, but like, yeah, or like, there's like the, the stuff with the ravens and, and stuff is like the ravens in Game of Thrones basically they know how to get to King's Landing because those are ravens from King's Landing that have been carried to Winterfell or wherever. Um, so you know, to, to sort of say about having ravens, you could just drop a thing in there saying, Oh, yeah, we managed to send a raven really quick because we just had it on us, we're carrying fucking cages of ravens with us i don't know <laughs> just without being too on the nose there's just easy ways to like sort of squeeze those things in there but yeah again yeah really really minor we don't have to spend too much more time on it but uh <laughs> we're, we're so, dragging it along we're dragging it along. <laughs> <laughs> so where should we start with the final season of game of thrones do you want to do we do, do you want to talk i mean i suppose where, where do you want to begin with do you want to start with king's landing do you want to start with winterfell do you want to start with beyond the wall um, I'm well. I'm over. I'm probably just gonna go all over the place, really. Well, um, should we start from the top with the Night King and what's going on there? I mean, you, you, you know, have... it's really it's really bad because as soon as I said that, I was thinking of Nightman from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, I was like, oh. <laughs> so what are we saying with night with <laughs> Nightman, uh, Night King? So. <laughs> <laughs> um obviously i've read theories uh, you know i've gone down the, the rabbit hole i've read the whole not the night king is bran stark theories and i see the credibility in it do you, i mean what do you think of the night king's motivations do you think we'll get an insight into his motivations well do you, or does he just want to see the world burn um well i um i i mean I, i've also like read the night king is bran sort of thing but i mean i always thought um Bran being the three eyed raven kind of made more sense, but you know. Um honestly I actually there's a whole thing like the theories like like that Bran walks into the Night King to try and stop him or prevent him in some way, and then he becomes trapped in the Night King's body. And then and then they go from there. But I mean that's sort of the 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 prevalent theory, and that's why the Night King knows where Jon Snow was going to be. That's why the Night King knew to bring dragon spears with him because he knew Daenerys was going to save him. It's... I, well, I always had yeah. a theory that the Night King was a reincarnated Targaryen. Okay. Um, as to well, I mean, again, this is my like my own theory because I was like just going off like info and stuff. I was like an awful lot about like happens, and he's been around a while. He's a master army, and he seems to know what he's doing. So it makes me think that he's some sort of. Would it be some... a Targaryen we know by that theory, like potentially the Mad King, 
that Jamie Slay. But then, I'd, well, no, it wouldn't be, would it? I just um... uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about that, but just like, sort of like just a kind of like long lost area or something. Like, um, it... but do you think that would really have the pop? Like, so it, you know, oh yeah, the Night King's this long lost Targaryen. Do you think that would really have any sort of relevance or or gravitas to the to the show if that was the case? Um, probably not in the grand scheme of things. I mean, it'd probably be like, oh, that's... It, it probably would be more of a, oh, that's kind of cool, but it probably wouldn't be as sort of mind-bending as finding out it's Bran or Jon Snow from an alternate timeline or something. Yeah, see, like, I think something like that is, is definitely going to be more... would be more interesting, would be more mind-blowing. But then also, you know, we saw the creation of the Night King where the Children of the Forest, basically, they just turned this, you know, that... that that man tied to the tree, they turned him into the Night King to defend themselves from the first men. I believe that's right. If my if my Game of Law Game of Thrones laws uh, correct, but and yeah, then... and that's why I think it's like a Targaryen because Tar- like a Targaryen have like dragon. They say they have dragon blood, don't they? So yeah, um, the children of the forest would be like, oh well, this guy you know has dragon blood. He's stronger than the first men. Let's you know use him. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'd like to see that explored more, but. Obviously, you know, there's only six episodes in the final season. I would, I would really love, uh, you know, this is one of my hopes for the for the last season. I would really hope that one of the episodes is just a pure White Walker, Stroke Night King focused episode, where it's a whole episode dedicated to their motivations, what they want, um, you know, why are they trying to go beyond the wall? Why are they trying to kill everything? Like, are they running away from a graver threat? Are they? Do they want to take it? What you know? What do they hope to gain? Because if if all they want to gain is just death and just to take over everything, and the Night King is no one, I don't know. I sort of feel a little bit let down by that. I I don't, I don't really know if I that would really satisfy me. That they, they, they're just they're just fucking. They just want to kill everyone. They're no one. There's no particular person that you know. It doesn't really matter. I don't know. I I don't really want that. I mean, what do you think? I mean, yeah, the Night King just being a MacGuffin for sort of like, oh, as the big bad, just sort of like Monster of the Week kind of episode, like sort of thing, just doesn't seem like a satisfying thing because they've kind of built, without building him up, they've built him up in a way. Well, his whole like absence has made him more threatening, isn't it? It's like with yeah. any great villain, like you don't know the Joker's origin, and that's what makes him such a big threat to Batman. But at the same time, like the Joker has this whole sort of relationship with Batman, despite you not knowing his his background. Yeah, I know I sort of yeah contradicted myself that I want to know the Night King's background, but I feel like there has to be something there. There has to be some sort of crux that connects him to everything. Um, yeah. I, I, I really want to find that out. Yeah, I mean, and again, I, I don't think having something like him being a long lost Targaryen to me would kind of, but also sort of not make it would be a big deal, but not as big a deal. Because you could, again, you could argue, oh, he's just going for what's rightfully his sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just taken him like, you know, what? hundreds of years to do it <laughs> um and, 
And so, I mean, obviously the the Night King, they, they at the end of the last season, they they destroyed the wall uh, on a reanimated Viserion. I think that was the dragon that he, he built. So they're obviously marching towards Winterfell. I think, you know, one of the big episodes of the last season is going to be the Battle of Winterfell. Do you think, do you think that Winterfell will win that? And that sort of, they managed to repel, or do you think the the, the White Walkers will, will win the battle at Winterfell? And then the the Starks or whoever survives, they'll end up having to fall back to King's Landing and possibly face Cersei or, or the, you know, there's a whole sort of alliance there. And the last stand is at King's Landing rather than Winterfell. I mean, what do you, do you, or do you think that the White Walkers will just get to Winterfell and that'll be it? Uh, it could go either way, really. I, I see, I, I've, I've got a couple of theories. One that it like the big main battle, like, of the show, of the season and stuff will be at Winterfell. Yeah, I agree as well. I think and right. it'll be and personally I, I feel it's gonna be sort of like a two pronged thing where basically they have to fight off they have to fend off the White Walkers, but then they also have to fend off like Cersei's um Golden Company, like Mercenaries. Yeah, yeah, because obviously Cersei's slowly turning insane as well. So she's like, hey, you know what would be a good idea? Let's try and attack Winterfell while the White Walkers are attacking them as well. Yeah, yeah. I also, I don't really care for this Cersei and the Golden Company thing. Like, I kind of just want it to be wrapped up quite quick. Um, whether or not it will be, I don't, I'm not too sure. But And then obviously we've got the Iron Islands. Um, you know, Theon, he, he wants to go back to the Iron Islands to rescue Yara. Euron, uh, Euron's causing shit. I mean, do you think the Iron Islands going to have a part to play, or, or is that something again that feel could just be, you know, just sort of and resolve quite quickly, and, and then we focus on the bigger threat? Um, I feel I, I feel the Iron Islands are going to be like Han Solo at the end of uh, A New Hope, <laughs> <laughs> where like you think they've they've disappeared and they're not going to do anything, but then they come back and actually like help save the day. Yeah, like like the uh, the Knights of the Vale. During the Battle of the Bastards episode, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a difficult one because like I feel like the the Battle at Winterfell, as you said, is going to be the main battle. It's going to be the big, the big one. You know, that's where it's all going to sort of culminate. Um, but then, yeah, I, I don't really know how things are going to resolve back to King's Landing because obviously the Iron Throne, that's what the whole show has been about. So there has to be some conflict there. Is Cersei going to? You know, is she just going to die? Is she going to end up being you know, defeated and, or, or killed in some way? Are we going to get the the battle between uh, Sandor Clegane and, uh, you know, the Hound and the Mountain? Do you think we'll get that that battle? Just there's a lot of questions there in King's Landing that I just, I really just don't know. I mean, my, my other theory is that... Um, I have no predictions. I really struggle with that. My, my, I have a fight. Uh, the White Walkers of... Um, They'll have a fight at uh, Winterfell and the White Walkers will win. And then sort of like the Starks and everybody else retreat to towards King's Landing because yeah. that's sort of like the only other main city, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, And there they'll have to have sort of like a mini battle with Cersei and her group. And then I feel they'll defeat her and then they have a last final yeah. stance um, thing. Yeah, and that certainly seems the most logical. That like definitely seems like the most logical way for the show to go. I mean, what I'd find pretty cool is obviously if the the White Walkers overrun um, Winterfell, 
and then they reanimate everyone that sort of died during the battle, obviously as whites or whatever. And, you know, if, if characters like, you know, I hope she doesn't die, but maybe someone like Brienne or or even some, you know, even bigger character like, you know, like an Arya or, or even a Jon, you know, Jon Snow, they end up being reanimated and, and they end up helping the White Walkers in, in the, the next battle. I, I think I think that's definitely going to be something that could play a part, could be quite interesting to see. Yeah, uh, well, I, I'm not gonna lie. Sort of like reanimate uh, White Walker versions of uh, uh, characters you've grown to like and stuff would be quite interesting. Yeah, and it would also be sort of like an interesting character thing because it's like it's all well and good for say the Hound to like massacre tons of uh, White Walkers, but he seems to have, you know, grown a relationship with Brianna Tass slightly. So it'd be kind of like a bit. You know, like it'd be kind of interesting stuff like that. Yeah, no, definitely, and it, 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 it's, it's. I mean, it's sort of like it's just not not to go back to the Walking Dead too much, but yeah, it's like the characters that you know and love in the show end up, you know, dying and coming back as a zombie. It's you know, there's a lot of dramatic weight there. There's a lot of storytelling that can be done, you know, around that. Um, but I suppose the next sort of thing I wanted to touch on. I mean, what what do you make of the romance between Daenerys and John? And I guess. The incestuous romance. Uh, obviously, Bran and uh, Sam Tarly—they're the only two that know who John's parents are. So, you know, just to recap, his parents are uh, Rhaegar Targaryen, so that's uh, Daenerys's brother, and also Lyanna Stark, so that's Ned's sister. So he's, you know, he's a Stark and a Targaryen. Uh, he's not a bastard. They were married in a ceremony, so he's, you know, he's he's legitimate. He has a legitimate claim to the throne, probably more so than Daenerys. Well, he does because uh, um, Re- is uh, Rhaegar was first in line, and yeah, yeah. since he ha- since John is his son, it would go to him. Yeah, no, exactly. So, I mean, Bran's obviously gone fucking full emotionless mutant. I don't really think he's <laughs> going to be too bothered about relaying the, uh, the news. <laughs> um, but Sam was obviously as soon as he sees John, he's going to tell him straight away what's going on. Don't How do you bang, feel that? Don't bang Daenerys. Don't bang. <laughs> hey, dude, I've been hit now for the past month. <laughs> That's like, your auntie. No, no. How do you feel that is going to go down? Do you think, it, or even if it does go down, like, is is Daenerys going to be happy about it? Are they are they going to continue their romance? What? I mean, how do you feel? How, what, what do you predict? What do you hope like that situation is going to be handled? Well, I, I had a couple of theories when I found that out because I, I remember watching that episode. I was like, I was like, I, I of going that's a win, but you know, because it's Jon Snow getting with Daenerys, and it's like, well, it's her, his arm, kind of a bit icky. So yeah, um, I, I think I think it's going to go down a couple. Of, well, um, in regards you to think the romance, it could go down the uh, the Luke and Leia route when they kiss and then you know it's just sort of they find out the brother and sister and then that kiss is never mentioned again no 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 well i mean in- incest has kind of been a big thing when you think about it i know so... it has been but not in a positive light like there's obviously <laughs> jamie it's not like people ship them <laughs> um well I, I i reckon it's going to be like um it'll go down a couple of ways either yeah. I don't They're... think Daenerys is going to be thrilled she's banging a nephew. I I reckon um, Daenerys and Jon don't find out, like, due to reasons. Like, Bran will sort of, like, 
be wherever he is and then like sam's like this probably sounds but this probably ties into like um character deaths and stuff but i feel that something will happen to sam to stop him from saying it to john and daenerys so they'll be like oblivious to the fact that they're related Um, so okay so yeah okay so if they don't find out obviously things just carry on as normal but what happens if they do find out um, well, th- this uh, uh, this is my follow-up. They either find out and then they either A, carry on as normal, <laughs> or yes. B, they, they carry on but in a sort of shameful sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're like, they just, they just can't help themselves. Sort of yeah, thing. like, um, like, like you've, we've all had that thing. We've like, we've been like casually seeing like some everybody takes a mick out of us for for i don't know maybe yeah for whatever reason but you like you still go back to them and see them and stuff of, I like su- I, I don't <laughs> i don't care what people think but at the same time i do care what people think <laughs> yeah i mean i can see it both ways i can see them just stopping you know sleeping together and then you know they still have their sort of their bond their alliance or they just carry on and, and that alliance stays the same but what i think would be really interesting um and I don't necessarily want it because I don't really want tension between, you know, characters that I want to win in the end. Um, but do you think there could be a power dynamic? Do you think there could be some infighting? There could be some, you know, some influencing, like Sansa tries to influence John in some way, or Daenerys wants to take take power for herself from John. Like I, I don't know. Do you, do you reckon there could be a, a shift in motivations and, and allegiances if? that comes to light i mean i don't really see daenerys myself um you know becoming power mad and, and completely wanting to marginalize john if she finds that out but then potentially she could i, I could see it both ways well um i was gonna say it's like if she finds out she i mean i i do reckon like she she might go the route of well technically he's um you know the rightful heir but yeah. i've been like campaigning to be the like the rightful heir for the past like however long i can't i mean i don't think she'd just want to up and be like oh you know here you go you you can um king's landing and i'll just be i don't know your hand or something well i suppose we're talking under under the assumption that they're both going to find out it'd be quite easy that sam only tells john and then john decides to keep it to himself yeah, because I mean, well, to be fair, Which I mean, would be really interesting. Yeah, because I mean, to be fair, Jon Snow's never been sort of like the leader kind of person. He pretty much was no, forced. I, yeah, to, I don't see. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see him trying to stake any claim for himself, even if he does find it. He probably maybe he'll just keep it to himself, um, and and you know makes a grand gesture to save him. I don't know, save Danny from some sort of threat and. He could die, and and then Daenerys finds out after the fact, and it's some big emotional moment. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I don't want to like predict the show because if my predictions come true, I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, ruined it for myself. But <laughs> I'm normally super bad at these kind of things. So, um, where should we go next? Um, who, which one of the brothers do you reckon is going to kill uh, Cersei? Because uh, there's that whole, uh, she was told uh, the prophecy, your little brother will kill you. Um, But then, you know, technically both Jamie and Tyrion are younger than her. So 
it's all up for debate. I mean, it's got to be Jamie, right? Like, it's got to be, surely. Well, I, I thought that as well. But then I think this is the good thing about Game of Thrones because it makes you think and think. Like, it was like, it was like well, it's it, the prophecy seems like it's pointing to Tyrion way too obvious. But then yeah. uh, in the last season, like, she's basically been sort of agitating Jamie so much that he's, you know, left her to. Uh, help the others. So well, yeah, it, I mean, I'm really interested to see how it, that dynamic is going to be. Like when it, Jamie it, in, is it in would make sense for Jamie to be the one to kill her, but then at the same time, Tyrion hates her anyway. So <laughs> it could just be the <laughs> it could be the most literal prophecy in the, like in the history of prophecy. Little brother well, will I mean, kill actually, you. That your youngest brother, who also happens to be the sh- the shortest of the two. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, I could, I could really see it going both ways. I mean, obviously, yeah, they're both, they're both in Winterfell. Um, I'd be interested to see how Jamie. Well, they're, you know, they're on their way to Winterfell. Sorry, with you know, Tyrion's on the boat with Cersei and, and John. Um, but I'd be super interested to see how the dynamic with Jamie will be when he gets to Winterfell. Um, you know, obviously, seeing these characters for the first time, a lot of many of them haven't seen him since he's not been a dick. Um, but well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I. My, I would say Jamie. I would assume Jamie. Like he's the one with the, you know, he loves Cersei, but he also sees her, her, her madness, and he's killed a mad king before. Like you know, why wouldn't he kill the mad queen? It, it seems to, it seems right that it would come full circle. But again, that also seems too obvious. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, going um, what you said about like sort of him meeting people in Winterfell is kind of like, I think, ah, they've. Like, oh, it's Jamie Lannister, you know, the Kingslayer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Brienne of Tath will be the only one. She'll be the only one who's. She'll defend him. Yeah. She'll have, yeah. And then, and then, if it's like he'll, 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 he'll basically have to build up his trust with, um, everybody. But yeah, I mean, it does seem kind of too obvious for Jamie to be the one to kill her. But then, I think this is the beauty of Game of Thrones because it makes you think. Because like that seems too obvious, but then. And you're expecting, and you're trying to find sort of like the theory out of left field. Then sometimes the obvious answer is the obvious one. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're also kind of operating under the under the impression that Game of Thrones is going to have a happy ending. It could be quite easily that everyone everyone we like dies, and Cersei <laughs> has the Iron Throne, and <laughs> the iron, the iron, the the iron bank, the no, the golden compass or whatever, not, not the golden compass. Who the fuck the mercenaries are? I forget the name now. The golden company um, end up just defeating the White Walkers. Like <laughs> it's left field, but the the villains could end up winning the game. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I don't think they would. I, I think it'll be it'll be more of a kind of like. Um... A bittersweet ending, I, I reckon. Well, I feel like, you know, of the six episodes that we're going to get, I feel like the episode, that, like the fifth episode is going to be really the, the culmination of everything. I feel like episode five is going to be sort of the ending and then episode six is going to be some sort of like epilogue type. Yeah, that, that, that does seem, that would make sense to be fair. Where it just ties a bow on everything. Like, yeah, that, and that's what I would sort of predict. Like, yeah, five, episode five is going to have the big massive battle possibly at Winterfell and then yeah episode six is going to involve maybe some more of the 
the manoeuvring for power and everyone sort of having their discussions and it's just going to be a case on where everyone lands. But that, that I mean, that is still assuming that they beat the White Walkers where the White Walkers could still win. And the last episode is focused on why they did what they did in the first place. The, the Mad King sits on the throne and then like all the ice comes off and then it's revealed to be like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Schwarzenegger and he's like I have finally found my kingdom and then <laughs> and, and then Mako's uh, thing is like and so Conan found his own king <laughs> there he ruled with a, on a what? troubled brow <laughs> do you think do you think it's possible that the White Walkers are running away from something I mean, that seems to be a theory that there's an even graver threat. I mean, personally, I I don't see that. I feel like if there was a graver threat, it would have been introduced by now. Uh, the no, that, that's, that's like... Um, rush. I, I, I feel that'd be kind of like trying to do too much because... I agree. I agree. Introducing a whole new threat this late would be a bit strange. We've basically spent like seven seasons basically saying how bad the White Walkers are and how terrified people are of them and stuff. And then for them yeah, to be like, yeah. oh, there's something else. Like, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be basically like, um, you know, at the end, like pretty much three quarters of the way through Return of the King. And then it turns out like Sauron's been, you know... Manipulated the, by it, something else the whole time. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Melisandre, what, the, the, what, red, the red lady is due to return this season she wasn't in the last season i don't believe well she was you know she the last we saw of her she was gonna head off on her own but then she she was talking to oh, i can't remember his name the the one with the the shaved head the unit guy she said she'd return at some point so she's due to return do you what what kind of part do you think she is going to have to play in the last season i i don't know i feel that um do you think she's going to be there for her reanimating purposes? Maybe she revives anyone that's fallen. She can maybe counteract the White Walkers reanimating corpses because she can reanimate them herself. Maybe. I, I, I don't I know. Feel she, I feel it's more... I, I honestly reckon... I I do reckon she's kind of like the opposite of the, the Witch King. Not the Witch King. <laughs> 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 um, the Night King. Yeah, of, of the Night King because like... Because he's like ice and blue, and she's like red and fire, so it kind of either ties into that. Uh, yeah, but I, I feel she she's going to have like I don't want to say a passive role, but more of a sort of stuff like stuff happens and she'll react to it. So basically, like there's a massive defeat, she'll be like, "Oh, this isn't what um, it's a, like. This is obviously what is supposed to happen," and then. But then, you know, it would be something like, you know, somebody's gravely injured and they'd be like, oh, this person isn't supposed to die yet or something, so I will help them. Well, she has this whole sort of sun god prophecy that she was pursuing pretty much through the whole of the season. Like she thought Stannis Baratheon was like the, the you know, the one, to, the one to fulfill the prophecy sort of thing. I think she thought Gendry might have been at one point. Maybe she thinks Jon Snow is now. Like There's a whole sort of sun god thing that's there obviously you know, Thoros and um oh the guy with the eye patch I forget his name you know 
the swing, yeah, the yeah, swing yeah. god powers obviously are there. They can light their swords on fire, which is fucking cool. Um, but yeah, no, there, there's a, there's got to be a whole sort of dynamic there that that might be explored. And what I'd be super away from that sort of mythos, I'd be super interested to see if uh, Jagan Hagar makes a uh, makes a return to oh, uh, wait, aid was... Arya, the faceless man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, so I, cool. I, I love that so guy. Cool. He was... So, like, I, I loved how like dead Paddy was. It's like, oh, dude, he was so good. It's like the girl has chosen her third victim. It's just <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I don't know he's, he's, he's just so dead Paddy in his delivery. It's just like great. It's just like, oh, yeah, dude, you just know he gets the job done as well. He was just so good. I think like one of my favorite arcs of the whole the whole show has been like Arya's training, and then it sort of culminates when she you know kills Walder Frey. In the uh, you know, when she basically feeds him a pie with his children in or something. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. And then he, and then she becomes Wilder Frey and kills all of his court and ah, oh, and then she's like the the North remembers. It's so good, so good. Ah, uh, she, she so she, she's becoming a psycho. Psycho. Oh, she's so good. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously justifiable psychopath, but still, yeah. Oh, did she say a badass? Like, I'm super looking forward to how she handles herself during the battle. What, what, what is she going to do? Is she going to just be a bodyguard for Sansa? Is she going to have a one-on-one with any of these White Walkers? Like, you know, what, what's going to go down? Um, but I suppose, like, the next sort of place bit I want to touch on is what characters do you sort of anticipate dying or, or predict dying? Because I, I suppose there's not really many you want to die, you know, by the obvious, like possibly Cersei, but do you, do you, uh, what sort of main character deaths do you, are you sort of predicting? Well, I, I had this th- uh, couple of theories for like the ending ending, and it kind of okay. ties into like deaths of people. So I, I had a prediction that um, I had a prediction that uh, Daenerys will become queen, but Jon uh, dies to save her in to do so. Yeah, I feel like that is possible. I feel I feel um, quite that would be my prediction as well. I also feel the opposite that John reluctant king because Daenerys sacrifices herself for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, either way. <laughs> you know, you're covering your bases there. Uh, yeah. Well, um, what are you leaning towards more out of the two? Um, I, I'm leaning more towards Daenerys sacrificing herself for John because, yeah. I mean. I know we're not supposed to think of Game of Thrones in terms of like tropes and stuff, but again, the fact that Jon Snow is um, the son of Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark is both Targaryen and Stark and has a sort of, you know, fire and ice thing going on. It just seems like... It seems like he's the Neo of Game of Thrones. Yeah, like... I mean, like... I, I mean, if he were to die, it probably would be sort of like in the same vein as Neo to basically sacrifice himself for like the world or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, do uh, you remember when he he sort of quote in, in in quotes died before? Like, it was such like what? I, like, like I I was so shocked because I thought I mean like the whole show was about like John and the Night King like that's what it was building up to, and then when he died initially. I was like, I was so shocked. I was like, I couldn't believe it. And then I, I, I too was like, wait, what? Yeah, wait. I was just like, what the hell? Like, where's the, sh- where's the show going? And, <laughs> and then obviously, yeah, things, things 
you know, changed and then he was revived. But yeah, I like I feel like John is so integral to the story and where it's leading and where it's going that if he is to die, it's gonna it, it, obviously it's gonna be on the last possible moment to ensure victory in some way, unless he becomes the Night King or or what? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he, if he is going to die, it has to sort of like be a sort of like grand epic. Yeah, death it can't be for sort of nothing. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, one, I don't, one thing, I don't want, one thing I, don't... I, I, I want to slightly talk about, um, okay. which is, is, is relatively minor in comparison to like everything else, but no, I want to know like how the mountain got reanimated. Like, as, like, why, like, how and why he's managing to walk about the place. Because, well, that was like... that, that was that creepy guy, the guy who took the, um, he's like the guy in the, in the black cloak. He, he basically managed to revive him because he's some sort of scientist, alchemist, or whatever. Yeah. And I, I mean, I just want to know, like, what he's done because I, I remember I read a, th- a, there's a theory that, um, it's the mountain, like, he's basically put the mountain's body with, uh, I think something like uh, Oberyn Martell's head or something, or something oh, like that. that fucking terrifying, man. <laughs> well, no, Oberyn Martell's head got fucking squashed, which was the uh, wor- which was the most yeah. horrifying scene I've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, not 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 like Oberyn Martell, but you, you know, like maybe just some know, kind, of, yeah, like or maybe Ned, Ned Star- or something. Ned, <laughs> yeah, like Ned Stark's head or something. Um... But yeah, um, I, mean, I am, uh, and I guess uh, this kind of ties into everybody talking about Clegane Bowl and stuff. Well, yeah, um, I mean, I feel like Clegane Bowl would be awesome. It'd be super fan servicey, but then at the same time, like, I don't really feel like the mountain's going to recognise the Hound, so it's just yeah. going to be a bit of nothing. Well, I, I think it's going to be like one of those sorts of the Hound knows it's the mountain, and he's like, "Oh, fight me, brother!" Da da da, and then kind of like gradually. The, the mountain remembers who he like was and is and he I don't know like he wants to die because you know he's basically a corpse yeah um yeah, yeah so he lets the hound kill him or something maybe um I remember they made a big big deal about how like the hound had never beaten uh the mountain in a fight yeah yeah so, that's why he was so burned because he kept losing yeah, and like the mountain had basically shoved his head in like a fire or something. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that it's definitely something sense. I want to see, but yeah, but it would be super fan service if it was to happen. But again, but it's something that would be a great payoff for those characters because I think the Hound's sort of always been a good character. Yeah, you know, even when he sort of quote again was thought dead and then he returned. I think yeah, I mean I'd I'd be super down to see that fight. I think a lot of people would so. Um, but another thing I wanted to touch on while we're on the reanimation sort of area, do you think obviously the Stark, there's the Stark tombs in Winterfell do you think there's a way that the Night King or whoever, they sort of reanimate the the bodies in the tombs so that Ned Stark and and Caitlin Stark they, they all sort of return from the dead in sort of white form, do you think that could be possible? I suppose it would depend if they get the actors back um, uh, Sean Bean going to come back as a zombie? I don't know. Well, he well, I mean, Sean Bean's. I mean, if you look at his filmography, he'll he'll do most things really. <laughs> yeah. 
um i don't know um i i I think that's reaching a bit like i i feel there probably will be appearances by old characters but i feel it'll be be more like in sort of like in the sort of dreams visions sort of flashbacks to season one sort of thing yeah yeah like I, i don't know maybe like um i don't know john has a fever dream or like uh, he learns one final lesson from Ned, and or he finally meets, like he finally is able to talk to, you know, his his mother and father. Um, yeah. Or, or or even something like along the lines of yeah, or, yeah, like John has a fever dream and he talks to all the deceased like Starks and stuff, and he's able to, you know, learn something from that. And yeah, it's, yeah, and it's like Ned Stark, Catelyn Stark, Rob Stark. Um, Liana and Rhaegar and stuff. I mean, that'd be super awesome if if something like that was to happen. Like, yeah, it would be kind of trophy. It'd be like that bit in um the Deathly Hallows where yeah, I was going to say yeah, it's basically the end of Deathly Hallows where Harry, Harry sees his parents and basically everyone that's died before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think I think Game of Thrones basically pull is pulls the best things from things like that, like you know. Obviously, Lord of the Rings and, and Harry Potter and Star Wars. I feel like it has all the, the, the you know, all of these these properties share the same sort of themes, obviously, and do different things with them. Um, yeah. But what always differentiated Game of Thrones from those other things was that main characters would die. You know, Ned Stark would die, Rob Stark would die, Oberyn Martell would get his fucking head squashed in. It, it. Did th- it change things like you? F- you when watching Game of Thrones, just to reflect sort of on the series as a whole, you never felt anyone was safe. And so watching the show, the tension was so much higher because there could be a battle scene with Jon Snow, and you felt like he could just die at any moment. And then he did die. Uh, it, it, no other, no other thing that I've watched has sort of had the tension and just the just the flat out just not knowing who is going to make it out that this show has had, and I think that is probably one of the best things that it, it is done when you look back on this show. Yeah. Um, well, get, going back to deaths, um, should, should I just rattle them off? Or... Yeah, rattle them off, yeah. We, we, we're getting to 50 minutes now, so yeah, let's, let's, let, let's okay. uh, clean up. Um, Tyrion. I don't think Tyrion Ar- will die. Arya. Uh, Theon Greyjoy. I think Theon could die. I think Theon will probably just kill himself. Um, Brienne of Tarth. Dude, no, no, Brienne. Brienne's got to survive, man. Nah, I, I, I feel she's gonna like her and Jamie are gonna have this sort of like, you know, sort of lovers kiss kind of thing, like not like, like kind of more intimate than anything else. And you then, think like, Brienne, Brienne is going to get the lover's kiss with, with Jamie and not Tormund? Um, yeah. It's like, she seems more keen on Jamie than yeah, Tormund. Yeah. But, like, I mean, that, that's just me. But, I can like, see her maybe I, I, sacrificing herself for Jamie in some way, maybe. Yeah. Or vice versa. Um, I think Cersei will die. Because, yeah, yeah, she's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, oh what's um no um do you think sansa will will, will survive i i think she, i would assume she would 
I don't really see how she's going to die unless it's by Cersei somewhere because she's obviously not going to be in combat. I think I think Sansa will survive. I think, like I said, I think Arya is going to be the one who dies because Arya seems the more pro like get into the thick of things, and also she, like I said earlier, she's kind of a bit psychotic now. So I feel she might go a bit crazy, like bloodlust sort of thing. Like she has to kill. Like I feel it'll be something along the lines of um, Cersei kills her or something. Um, I mean, that would definitely fucking be crazy, wouldn't it? If something um, like was to happen. Because, like, Arya's so intent on killing Cersei for killing, um, like, having, ordering her the death Ned and Rob and Catelyn yeah, and stuff. Basically everything that she, that, she's that she kind of, like, she might mess up and, like, allow uh, Cersei to kill her. But then she'll get a final revenge and kill Cersei. Basically, it'd be like, I feel it will be like that bit... In um the Princess Bride, where Neo Mantoig like gets um a knife through his like gut, but um instead of surviving Princess it, he Bride, dies. And that is a deep cut. Um, instead of surviving it, he dies along with the Six Fingered Man. So I, I feel that's going to be the same way as um Cersei and Arya. Interesting. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, who's oh, I can't remember his name now. Um, Theon's uncle. Oh, Euron. Yeah, I, th- I, I think feel... I think him in the Iron Islands. I think that that is going to be resolved really quickly. Obviously, Theon. I think Theon will kill Euron. I think he'll save Yara, and I think he. And then I think they all sort of possibly when they're at King's Landing, they'll all arrive in boats to try and help either out. kill the yeah, either affect the Golden Company and and defeat them like when they're on the way or. Or come as like some last ditch support to the you know if if there is a battle at King's Landing in some way. I don't feel I, it's going to be super integral. I think Sam's going to die. I don't know. I feel like that would be really sad because obviously he's got the kid, isn't he? With uh, yeah, with like, Gilly. Yeah, like it'll be really sad. But I think I, I feel he'll he'll die in such a kind of like really badass kind of way, and it'll be it'll be along the lines of like his like you know how like Hodor. Nah, not not like that, but kind of like, you know how Sam's dad sort of like basically treat him like shit, oh, you're a book person, <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. Sam will, I feel Sam will combine both like, and sort of like, have like, do some sort of like surprisingly badass wa- warrior thing to like, either save like, his dad. He was a white walker, didn't he, with, uh, with the dragon glass? Yeah, so I, I feel he'll, he'll, he'll die sort of like, a hero. Yeah, yeah, and like, and I, and yeah, like, and and every, and like, every, like, obviously, Gilly will be sad, but then like, the most surprising one will be like his dad suddenly like realizes, oh shit, like, you know, he's my son, did this. Again, and, that, that's like again, that's like super tropey. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, but this, it's this, hard this to like with with the predictions. It's really easy to like go to, like tropes, almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like. Yeah, I spoke because that's stuff we've seen so many times before. It's easy for the, to predict those kind of things, but yeah, I mean, I could I could definitely see it both ways. I feel like if there are going to be vast differences between the book and the, the last book and the, the TV show, I feel like the TV show is going to be more tropey than what the book is going to end up being. Um, but again, I don't really see them deviating too much from it because otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, well, I mean, I think, um, I think. Uh... When he started, I think George R. R. Martin was probably like thinking, "Oh yeah, this will be cool." But then eventually, it got to the point where 
he felt he had to subvert expectations in a way. Yeah, yeah. But again, that, that, again, just like that. I mean, that's the the greatest thing that I think the show has really brought. It does subvert expectations, and you can see like the influence of it in a lot of things. Like, like spoilers for Star Wars: The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh no, I won't spoil it for you because you haven't seen it. But non-spoilers for The Last Jedi. They do try and subvert expectations a lot, and some of it works, some of it doesn't. Um, but yeah, I feel like that is a big influence that the show has had on on other media. Yeah, true. Um, who do you? I. I don't know, man. I, I like. I'm like you. I sort of kind of fall into really tropey predictions, but like, I can see one of Daenerys and John dying. I don't. I can't really say which one, but I. I, I don't really feel that both of them are going to make it. Um, if they do, great, awesome. I, I mean, feel like I, Bran... I did have I did have a hilarious theory that like uh, John dies to like save save everybody and Daenerys becomes queen, but she's she's like pregnant with his kid and they both don't know. Yeah, that they're related. I I I feel that could. Well, be then a... the baby's born with like webbed feet or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, just probably slightly mad, and then the cycle continues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see like. The show sort of goes full circle, like the White Walkers win. There's the long winter again, and and then the whole sort of cycle starts. But, but like in terms of like other characters, like I, I can see Bran maybe not dying, but doing something. He either does an Obi Wan and becomes one with the Force, or like, because, yeah, I, don't know. I can see that. To be fair, yeah, like he's not going to die in the traditional sense. I don't think he's going to get shanked while he's in his wheelchair, but something's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, in terms of the other predictions, like I kind of agree with you. Like, you know, Arya could die, Bri- Brienne, or you know, it's difficult. But I, I feel like that is why I'm so anticipating the, the last season because I really don't know what's going to happen. Like, I really don't. I can theorize all day, but I, I have no idea who's going to make it and, and and what's ultimately going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good thing though because it is. It must have I mean, is. no, no doubt you've um, you'll you'll get people who are also doing sort of like predictions and stuff, and they'll they'll probably also be kind of like struggling to think of what happened because technically anything could happen because they haven't fallen into sort of like a tropey sort of thing with the show anyway. So yeah, and, and there's obviously people that have have read the books and they they're a lot deeper into the the mythology and, and the history whereas i you know I, I know the show obviously very well and i've I've read my fair few you know law things on you know on the site to have a bit of an idea on the history and things like that you know on characters like brand the builder and lady stoneheart who was a big character in the books that didn't appear in the show but like so i have like a good background knowledge but yeah i'm i'm not super deep into it i couldn't really tell you what happened on the on the original long night and things like that but yeah i can appreciate and see what comes through and, and if there is a reference and things do come full circle I, I will know what's going on but like if you were to say to me like john snow's parents are going to be Rhaegar and they're going to start i would have no idea i would have never seen that coming the only reason i sort of knew about it was because i'd sort of seen the theories beforehand yeah, same. But, I mean, if if I hadn't seen like the theories and stuff, I probably I I would have been completely blindsided by it. Like, yeah. 
I would have probably watched the scene and be like, who are they? What's this? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, the closest I probably would have theorised to that was like, a, a, you know, John's mum was like, you know, some random Targaryen lady or something. Yeah. That Ned knocked up. <laughs> or or it was some or some I don't know some sort of like weird ritual or something that caused John to I don't know yeah you, you know something like that or like uh, I don't know <laughs> see yeah I mean I would have no idea I th- I I definitely my my just to sort of kind of wrap up like I definitely hope like the the last season is going to give us some maybe a little bit more backstory in some way like some more flashbacks. Not loads, but but again, yeah. I, I I do definitely want something to focus on the White Walkers, and a whole episode dedicated to them would be awesome. Because it was nothing we haven't seen before. It was something we haven't seen before, so yeah. I'd be super keen to see that. Well, um, I mean, aren't they supposed to be uh, work, working on a prequel series as well? Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. I, no idea what that's going to be about. I mean, they're also doing a Lord of the Rings series as well, aren't they? Like a prequel series. Yeah. Like, well, you know. I mean, uh, HBO don't want that Game of Thrones money to dry out just yet. No, they got to get that Game of Thrones money. I think George R. R. Martin. No, I think I can't even remember. Like, I feel like George R. R. Martin's having like a, a, a say in it, but I think they've hired they've hired the the two Game of Thrones guys to write a Star Wars prequel, uh, not a Star Wars prequel, like a Star Wars trilogy, like a new trilogy. Yeah. And then I think Game of Thrones have hired some like some some random talent for the show. I don't know. But there's a lot of like exchanging of talent at the minute. So, but any any sort of final thoughts before so we uh, so we can wrap up? Um, well, it will definitely be something to watch, and I will be watching it every week. <laughs> yeah, no, so this one, I think Game of Thrones, but more than any other show, because obviously it airs in America Sunday evening. So we've sort of got. I mean, we could definitely watch it Sunday evening, like two in the morning, but most of us are going to be watching it Monday after work. So it's kind of you've just got to avoid spoilers at all costs because people do spoil a Game of Thrones. It's probably yeah. the most spoiled show going, but well, yeah, every Monday night. Most, it was like the most pirated show like for two years running or something. I know. I re- I read that the season premiere has already leaked online for this season. <laughs> like it's already leaked, man. So you've just got to avoid everything at all costs. Like I'm going to go on radio silent every Monday until I get back from work. Makes sense. But yeah, but no, Game of Thrones must watch the last season. Can't wait. Can't fucking I wait. De- I will definitely be buying it on uh, Blu-ray in a big, massive like a uh, collector's tin when uh, they do that. Yeah, I've, I've purposely been holding off buying the seasons on Blu-ray. Like I'm waiting for like the complete box set. Well, I I always do that with TV shows anyway. I always wait for yeah. them to finish. Yeah, I, I don't own many. I only own Lost and Breaking Bad, and then obviously. You can't really get much better than those two, so we shall see. I mean, I suppose last thought: Do you think Game of Thrones will live up to your expectations? Do you, do you see yourself being let down by the final season, or do you think it's gonna kind of be what it's just? Do you feel like it's gonna satisfy you? Um, I feel it's gonna like satisfy my expectations and stuff. I mean, obviously, like everybody will have the oh, I wish this had happened instead of like yeah. things. Yeah. But I feel in the grand scheme of things, I, th- I think Game of Thrones will sort of like satisfy the majority of people's expectations. Like, because again, you can't, you don't really have many expectations because they've been, you know, 
subverting stuff and doing stuff out of left field for pretty much the entire show. So yeah. you can't really sort of get a handle on anything. So you kind of have vague you have vague ideas on what possibly could happen, and you've probably got like everybody's probably got like about ten different theories as to what will happen anyway. And what will what will actually happen will probably be either one of those theories or a bit of that theory with another theory and stuff like that. So you can't really say that um, you were let down in a way. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm not really you know there's things I'd like to happen, but I'm not really hoping for anything to happen or hoping for anything to not happen. I feel like as long as it's told you know coherently and and dramatically and, and you know emotionally like, whatever happens in the show I, i'm going to enjoy because you know i'm not hoping for anything in particular so as long as the story is told well i definitely feel like it's going to be awesome and that's why i'm so excited man yeah same so i guess that wraps it up for for this week's optional side quest we will possibly revisit game of thrones when the final season ends um but for now it will go back to our uh video game movie discussions and yeah and we'll we'll uh, resume next week catch you then catch you then bye